Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Refuge Church Online. We're so glad that you chose to, to join us today. If you would, please click that share button and, uh, and share this message out with others so that they can uh, feel God's love, hear God's voice, and, and their faith can be encouraged as well as yours. Uh, here we are, folks. We are already into the second week of 2021. Uh, that's coming out of a, a year in 2020 that felt like it might never end. Uh, but listen, that year is behind us. Uh, I know there's still a lot going on in society even now, but, but this is a new year and this is a new opportunity for us to experience all that God has uh, for us. Uh, last week, we discussed how a new vision is critical to anyone experiencing a new year, how a new vision is critical to experiencing a new year, but also was critical to experiencing anything is to be able to know how to stay on course, how to stay the course. Listen, we all have certain dreams, goals, and tentative plans in this life. But the difference between wishful thinking and things actually happening often comes down to continuing to take the next right step and learning how to stay on the course that God has for you. No matter what you're striving to accomplish, no matter what you're, you're, you're hoping to, to, to see happen this new year, uh, amidst the challenges and difficulties, you have to learn how to stay the course. Now, I want to give you a working definition of stay the course. Stay in the course means this, to continue with a process or effort towards something even though it is difficult. Uh, for instance, I'm, I'm, I'm aiming to uh, walk humbly with God, but that's a daily decision. And I have to stay the course. I'm hoping to be a better husband in 2021, but I have to stay the course. I'm aiming to be a, a greater father. I'm aiming to be a wiser pastor, but I have to stay the, the, the course as I continue to learn and, and, and become all that God would have me to become. Listen, in all these things and, and many other things in life, we have to learn how to stay the course because life is going to throw challenges and difficulties our way. Now, today I want to share with you four important things that we discover in Scripture that will help you focus and keep your focus uh, as you stay the course uh, towards God's will. The first thing I want to begin with is this. Number one, God has a specific path for your life. God has a specific path for your life. I really sort of originally uh, really had this idea ingrained in my heart when I was listening to my 10-year-old pray one time. And, and, and just out of the blue, uh, he just began to pray, um, you know, God, um, show us our path. You know, I know that you have a, a path for each of us. Um, help us to find our path. And, and, and I begin digging in Scripture and realize that, that, that God says this in His Word. Listen, when it comes to the path and the plans that God has for your life, it's not something you have to create, but it's something you have to discover. Uh, first of all, you have to believe that God has a plan. You have to, to, to seek to know that plan, and then you have to choose, once God reveals it to you, to trust that plan. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6, 
It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Listen, life is a series of decisions, a series of of, of choices, but each decision matters. Taking that next right path in order to stay on the journey is so important to you discovering God's best for your life. Every day you wake up, you choose to either trust your gut or you trust your God. You choose to either seek your will or you choose to seek God's will with all your heart. Now, Scripture says this, that with when you seek God and his path for your life with all of your heart, that God is going to reveal to you the desires of his heart and the path that you're to take. Now, sometimes God's path, it doesn't make any sense. Um, in fact, uh, most of the biggest faith steps I've taken in my life, none of them made sense if you just put them through the, the, the human uh, mind mill, if you'd say. Um, they didn't make sense. And at the same time, I knew that God was leading me to do this or he was leading me to do that. And, and I just had to trust the path. Listen, if you allow God to lead you to the path that he would have for you, wherever he leads you, he's going to take you through it. He's going to help you, and he assures you that he's going to walk with you. But also realize this, that if you take the path God has for you, it is going to give you the most joy, the most peace, and the most fulfillment, because you will then be living out the tailor-made path and discovering the tailor-made plans that God made just for you when he created you. Psalm 1611 says, You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Now, in order to, to really even get on track and on the path, if you want to say, you have to open up God's word. You cannot know God's will without opening God's word. Now, when you open up God's word, you are literally hearing the voice of God. It is God revealing to you and to me his love and his path. Listen, God's word is meant to direct your heart, your mind, and to light your path. Psalm 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. So first of all, understand God has a path for your life. But secondly, Satan relentlessly attacks to take you off course. Satan relentlessly attacks to take you off course. Now, I don't know about you, but anytime I begin to seek God's path, God's plans with all of my heart, all of a sudden, all hell breaks loose. All of a sudden, my enemy, the devil, begins to pounce. Because, see, the enemy knows and can see when you are very serious about living out the plans that God has for you. Listen, just like Jesus, we are tested to give up, give out, and to give in. It's like as as soon as we give everything over to God, here comes the test. Here comes the devil. 
seemingly out of nowhere. It isn't that the devil wasn't already there, but before you, you were just going to flow. But all of a sudden, when you take up your cross and you choose to follow the Lord, then the devil comes along saying, hey, no, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do everything I can to keep you from experiencing God's best and carrying out God's plans. Now, God's word warns us about this. 1 Peter 5.8 says, stay alert. You notice an exclamation mark there. It says, watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. I find it, you know, uh, very ironic that, that the scripture refers to, to Satan as not just our greatest enemy, but, but refers to them like a roaring lion. Who would not be afraid of a roaring lion in their own strength? Listen, God has a perfect plan and path for your life and mine. But you and I, we have an enemy. His name is Satan, who will always be against us. Now, I won't mention all the ways that Satan attacks us, but here are some of the ways I know for sure, and I've experienced it in my life, and you do in yours as well. Satan seeks to deceive us. He seeks to discourage us. He seeks to distract us. He seeks to depress us. And ultimately, he wants to destroy us and destroy the dreams that God has for us. Yes, Jesus died to give you a life worth living and a hope worth looking forward to. But your enemy, the devil, is relentless and aims to kill your joy and God's dreams for your life. Look at John 10.10. Jesus says, the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Listen, your greatest battle is not with a Democratic or, or a Republican person. Your greatest battle is not with a family, friend, or neighbor. Your greatest battle is a spiritual battle with a spiritual enemy. Ephesians 6, 12 says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. D do you know the people that are most likely not to succeed this year are the people that, that they're prepared for all the physical battles, but they don't acknowledge the spiritual battle that is the greatest battle going on within us and around us. Listen, you can't win a spiritual battle with physical tools and tactics. This battle is only won through prayer, through faith, and by living obedient in Christ and trusting him every step of the way. But thirdly, you need to know that life is full of trials, but in Christ, you can overcome them all. This life, it is full of trials. But in Christ, you can overcome them all. There's a lot of things I don't know. But one thing that time has proven is that this day and every day that we wake up and live here on planet Earth, this side of heaven, we will face adversity, challenges, trials, heartaches, and chaos. Listen, by yourself, many of these things will prove totally unbearable. But in Christ, you can trust him to bear them for you and with you and to carry you through them. Listen, you can't look to the world for the shelter that you need from the storms of this life. You need an all-knowing, all-powerful, and always there God. 
Psalm 46 verses 1 through 2 says, God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way. Listen, it doesn't say that, that you will not fear because everything is going great around you or because you are so strong. No, but because we have this ever-present help, this refuge, this strength, in Christ. Listen, no matter what you're facing in this life, God is always there to help you. Sometimes all you can do is make sure that your little hand is in his great big hand, that you are seeking to be, listen to this, that you are seeking to be who God wants you to be, where God wants you to be, doing what God has called you to do, which means you have to stay on the path. You have to be certain that to the best of your ability, you are on the path and you are, are doing things God's way, not yours. Listen, while hardships can be expected in Christ, so can victory. John 16, Jesus says, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on this earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart because I have overcome this world. Listen, in your own strength, you can't do much. In this world, you can't find peace. But in Christ, you can find peace, you can find purpose, and you can get through anything. Listen, by grace, through faith in Christ alone, we have victory over sin. In Christ, we have victory over death. Listen, if, if Jesus Christ can give you victory over the, the grave and over death and sin, he can give you victory in any and every area of your life. Philippians 4.13, the apostle Paul said, he said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It doesn't say some things, it says all things. Look at Romans 8 verses 35 through 39. It says, can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. I want you to hear that again. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. Verse 38 says, and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death, nor life, neither demons, nor angels, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above are in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will be able to ever separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Sometimes we just need to know that in Christ we will never be separated by God's love and we will never ever be cut off from God's hope. Listen, any blood-bought child of God in Christ can live knowing that nothing Absolutely nothing, no matter what you see, you think, or feel, nothing will ever separate you from God's love, God's presence, and God's hope. Listen, no worries we have for today, no fears we might have for tomorrow can steal away or deny our hope and our destiny 
if we stay the course in Christ. You see, when you give your heart and life to Jesus Christ, you are guaranteed a place in heaven, but you also are now on the Jesus team. And if you're on the Jesus team, you're on the winning team. But last but not least, you have to stay determined that no matter what, you're going to keep the faith. You need to stay determined that no matter what, that you're going to keep the faith. Listen, if you're to stay on the path that God has already marked out for you, that, that, that God, that the scripture says, plans that God's already prepared in advance for you to do. You have to live every single day with a determined faith. Listen, we live in a, we live in a tough world. We live in an anti-Christian world to where to, to, to live as Christ would have you to live is countercultural. You are not in a majority. You are in a minority. And so it's not going to be easy. It's not supposed to be. Therefore, you have to have this determinedness that you're going to keep your faith, that you're going to keep your little hand in God's big hand. 1 Corinthians 16.33 says, Be on guard. Stand firm in the faith. Be courageous. Be strong. Romans chapter 12, verses 11 through 12 says, never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Listen, we're still on a season that is testing people's patience like nothing has ever tested it before. You've got to keep the faith even when things don't look like they're going your way, when things don't feel great. You have to keep a determinedness that though none go with me, I still will follow. Listen, too often we only cling to our faith when, when we suddenly uh, feel panicked. Um, but we need to cling to our faith all the time in the good and the bad. Listen, we need to live determined to follow Jesus no matter what comes our way. Um, I have what I, I would refer uh, to as a predetermined faith. I think about the possibilities of life. I have concerns and fears just like you do. But I have already determined that no matter what comes my way, hell or high water, I'm going to walk with God. I'm going to wait on God. I'm going to trust God for my breakthrough. Listen, don't be afraid to wait on God. Don't stop praying for your breakthrough. Don't live with a lukewarm, shallow faith, but live with an absolutely on-fire faith. Don't reluctantly serve God, but do so enthusiastically and with great expectations, not in yourself, but in what God has for those who stay the course. Listen, seek God's will, trust God's plans. Why? Because it's all that will matter at the end of this life. I often try to remind you, at the end of this life, I won't be and no, nobody else will be giving you your report card. God will give you your final report card. There's only two things that will matter this, this side uh, on the other side of eternity. One, did you know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord? And secondly, did you go your way or did you do his will? Listen, James chapter 1 verse 12 tells us about how God promises to bless those who, who, who keep on with this enduring, determined faith. It says God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterwards, 
they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. Now, just a little side note here. I want you to understand this. The test and the adversity and the challenges and the seasons that really, really shake you to the core reveal what's really going on in the core. They really reveal where you really are. are. Do you really have faith in Christ or were you putting your faith in your circumstances? Are you really going with your God or are you continuing to fall prey to your gut? Listen, now to live with a determined faith, you must do a few key things. One, you have to choose to put all your faith in Jesus Christ. Put all your faith in Jesus Christ. Also, you have to remove any unnecessary hindrances that might be keeping you from following Christ. Some of you have got to, you've got to find some new friends. Some of you have got to have some new habits. Some of you need to rearrange your life to where the focus of your life is pursuing Christ, not other things. Listen, there can be a lot of good things in your life, and they not be God things because they're hindering you from God's best and God's path. But also, you have to be willing to turn from whatever sin is, is hindering your walk with God. Because listen, you can't have a close walk with a holy God when you are living in willful disobedience to God. And then you need to keep your eyes on Jesus. Let's, listen to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 through 3. Hebrews 12, 1 through 3 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding his shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility that Jesus endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. My friends, listen to these truths in case you um, are wondering how you can stay on the course and experience all that God has for you in 2021. One, you need to know that God has a specific path for your life. It's not something you create. It is something you wake up to and you, you seek and you discover as God reveals it. But also, you need to know the devil is going to test you every step of the way. You've got to choose to stay on course. You need to know that life is full of hardships and heartache, but in Christ, you will overcome every single valley and every single hardship. But lastly, you must live with a determined faith in Christ and a total focus on Christ. Listen, if your eyes are on anything or anyone other than Christ, you're going to find your faith start sinking. In order to experience God's full blessing, and best in your life. You've got to choose to stay the course. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 through 11 says a final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, right now, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that 
Lord, when you knit us together in our mother's womb, Lord, you knit us together for a purpose. Lord, you, you had already put in place the path and the plans that you have for our life. God, help us to seek those plans and that path with all of our heart. God, protect us from the evil one, Lord, who, who seeks to take us off course, who seeks to distract us, to deceive us, to discourage us, or to destroy us. God, help us to, to have a determined faith in you. And, Lord, to know that, 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 that by ourselves we can do nothing, Lord, yet in Christ all things are possible. God, help each and every person listening right now to stay the course to continue to seek that which is your best for their life. God, I give you everything that, that is on our minds and our hearts, going on in our families, among our friends, and even in our world. We trust it all with you. In Jesus' mighty name I do pray. Amen. Now I want to thank you for uh, joining us today. Again, if you haven't already shared this message out with others, I hope and pray uh, that you would do so. Uh, you never know who that's going to uh, encourage. I also want to take a moment and, again, just thank from the bottom of my heart all of our ministry partners that make this ministry uh, possible. I want to thank you for believing in this vision. I want to thank you for seeking to live out this vision. And I want to thank you for supporting this vision as, as we here at Refuge Church continue no matter the circumstances uh, we continue to seek to love lift and lead as many people as we possibly can to Jesus Christ if you would like to help us financially to keep moving forward you can uh, send us a, a tax deductible gift uh, one of three different secured ways first of all you can go to refugechurch.org slash giving or you can simply text the word GIVE, that's G-I-V-E, to 843-806-0831. Or you can mail a check to 203 Eddie Chastine Drive, Walterboro, South Carolina, 29488. I want to thank you so much for tuning in with us today. May God bless you and may you have a wonderful, wonderful new year.